Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Welcome back to the show. It has been a crazy seven days. Y'all, I have had a week full of emotions that I don't even know how to put into words. I have been up, I have been down, I have found, I guess, a a groove, because I won't say peace. I definitely haven't found peace. But I've pep-talked myself to death and You know, I'm coming to you because I just want to make sure you're all right. You know, I was not all right for a few days. Um, The news about George Floyd just really, it just took something out of me. It just, uh, it was just too much, y'all. I mean, I, I had prided myself on not diving deep and not going too far left, you know, not saying I did dehumanize these situations, but unfortunately they've happened so much. It's like, if I let them consume me, I won't be able to function. So I had done a great job at compartmentalizing these horrible things that have been happening to us as black people. And I kept hearing this quote in my head and I wish I could find it, I haven't been able to find it. And it basically says, if you don't do anything, then you're a part of the problem and your complacency is a, is a, is a disease. And that resonated with me so i watched the video which i wish i hadn't i was enraged i was sad i was emotional um and i just kept thinking how how is this happening how is it that other police officers especially one of color i'm speaking about the asian officer who stood there and watched um, how? How even as a friend, as a partner? I mean, I'm ex-military, y'all. So I've seen some people go batshit crazy. I'm going to tell you right now, police officers and military folks, there's always some kookies that get in there because there are some people who just want to shoot and they don't think about what it looks like, right? And there's some crazy mother, you know what? And as well, I've seen them, I've worked with them, I've stood next to them and I knew who to watch and we all knew who to watch. And the fact that this person didn't pull his partner's coattails and didn't at least say, man, they're recording, man, this, man, that, or stop. I just can't wrap my mind around that. Even as not a police officer, I can't imagine just standing there. Hmm. So I'm not good. You're probably not good. And we're needing this time to think. And I, I literally, kept asking myself and I'm gonna continue to ask myself what can I do you know I can't put this on anybody else I can't say what does the world need to do because Superman is not coming to save us black people people of color black men black women I we I mean no one's coming to save us but ourselves and what I've come up with is all that I can do is pour into you pour into the people who want to be poured into and as women I believe It's time for us to fight 
to stand, to support, to thrive. And I believe it's time for us to take back the power, to take back the power in corporate America by applying for those supervisor positions to continue our education. And I'm not talking about going to get another master's and taking on a bunch of school, school debt. I'm talking about there are some amazing platforms that can help you hone in on your skills, that can help you uh, perfect whatever industry you're in from project management to continuing education courses in medicine. It's time for us to be experts in everything we do. It is time for us to hold one another accountable for living our best lives. And I believe that women are in charge. We raise the children, we seduce the man, we control them, whether you want to believe it or not. And what we say goes. And if we do not speak up or feel we have the power to speak up because we don't have the funds and we are doing a disservice to mankind. So it is time to rise up. It is time to take charge wherever you are, whether that is choir directing, Girl Scout trooping, soccer ball coaching, lunch packing, PTA uh, aficionados. It is time to take charge of your community, your household, and the content that is coming into our children, ourselves, and our loved ones. And that is the only way to change this path, to steer it in the right direction by saying, hell no, not on my watch, girl. You can do better, you will do better, and I'm holding you accountable to do better. And so I am taking that on. I am busting my ass to create resources that are tangible, that are things that will help you with that continuing education, to align you with brands, people, opportunities, content that are gonna help you achieve those goals, whatever they may be. It is gonna take me some time and it's not gonna happen overnight, but this is what I'm gonna do and this is what I know I can control. And it gives me a little bit more power and it gives me a little bit more peace. And I hope that you start to look at your surroundings and see what can you control, whether that be organizing your block for your children and play dates, whatever that is, take charge. And this is why I know you're gonna like listening to Kiana Hurry, who is a millennial, young millennial, who started a magazine called 40 Magazine. Uh, and what she's done is help millennials really succeed and navigate the world of corporate America and navigate their career paths. You know, a lot of times after you get those degrees, you don't get the job that you were promised and it doesn't sit well. It is deafening. It is saddening. I heard a statistic the other day that said black Harvard graduates have as hard a time as white graduates from state schools getting a job because they are seen as black, whether they pay that extra money for the Harvard degree or not. I believe it. Everything is not black and white, but a lot of things are. And when I say black and white, I mean literally like gray, black and white, not African-American people. With that being said, I want you to listen to today's show. I want you to respond to this in the call. And I want you to take your time and to do your part and to take charge and control what you can and make yourself a promise to get everything out of this life that you can and to bring as much joy as you can and to shine a light on as many people doing the same thing as you or better as you can. Enjoy Kiana. You're going to love it.
Hey y'all, welcome back to the show. Today we have a lady who believes in helping millennials do everything they need to launch their professional careers, right? And to grow and, and really navigate the corporate ladder. But before we jump into talking to Ms. Keon, I want to know, have you answered the call? Have you shared an episode with at least one person who you know would benefit or who would love and crack up or, or be inspired just as much as you have? If the answer is no, then I'm going to say, do that today. Go ahead and share it. And if you don't have anybody to share with, share it on your favorite social media platform. We're on all of them. Tag us at Brunch and Slay so I can give you a proper thank you. That's all now. Back to business. This woman is the founder of 40 Magazine, which is a digital magazine created for young professionals. She's an SMU grad, Harvard educated, so she has her receipts. She's a baddie of all baddies. Welcome to the show, Miss Keon Hervey. Oh, Hello. Thanks so much. Hey. Thanks hey, for having yeah, me. Yeah, that's you, girl. Oh, yeah. That's you. <laughs> you know, I, I hadn't heard that in a minute yet, but it's, it's <laughs> Oh, true. girl, you should still be wearing that t-shirt everywhere you go. What you talking about? <laughs> I know. I just finished my final semester uh, in the fall, so it, it's crazy. Yeah, that that's part of my credentials now. I do have the receipts. <laughs> yes, girl, you know, and you know how, you know, I'm just going to say, you know, my people, I'm always proud. I'm like, girl, I'm cheering. Yes, I'm Thank proud. I'm so you. proud. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, to, to be passionate about continuing education and to seek different opportunities to just add those credentials to your resume. Come on. Like, yeah. I know yeah. you're passionate. So which brings me to 40 Magazine. So take yes. me back to the birth. And, and why, how, who, what, and when? Yeah. Um, so 40 Magazine, the story starts right after I graduated from college and just point blank, I did not have my dream job. You know, I wasn't given necessarily the same opportunities as some of my peers. Um, I faced some interesting um, first time experiences during my 40 hours a week and I was struggling. Um, I went to some of my peers who were a little bit older than me. I relied on them for their experience and their expertise, and I just started writing about it. I majored in journalism. That was my background, and a magazine just made the most sense in terms of telling stories that make people want to uh, be passionate about what they're doing, uh, that really encourages people to dive deep into their 40 hours a week and find their passion in the workplace, um, and it just kind of grew from that whole situation where I wasn't growing or I wasn't really satisfied professionally. I went online, looked at the resources and just started curating meaningful storytelling around that 40 hours a week. Um, and a community just kind of grew from that. So it's really been a blessing to start from a, I didn't have my dream job to where I am now, where I literally do everything I do for 40 magazine for a fortune 200 company. Um, this position didn't exist four years ago when I started 40 or it's getting longer now, but it didn't exist. And I only had to do one interview and it's just been such a blessing to be in the role that I'm in now because it's literally everything I did outside of the office now for a fortune 200 company. So, but you know, what? I'm glad you said that because I admire the fact that we live in a time now where you can truly constantly sharpen your own tools with the internet. The gift of, is the internet, right? Mm -hmm. And you can go, I like to say data mining and you can go, you can go yeah. to Google university and YouTube university and you can become an expert in a lot of things without having to pursue a graduate degree or having to. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, there's no way I would have known how to make a magazine, right? Like I major in journalism. I can write 
but to <laughs> understand what it means to do the design work, to do website. I mean, I know some HTML code like no other now. Like it is just so much you learn. Um, and like you said, go teach yourself and educate yourself and sharpen your toolkit. I think that's the one mistake people think uh, or people make after they graduate or after they get their dream job, they stop growing, they stop pushing themselves, stop thinking, what else can I learn here? Or who else could I learn from? And it may not be someone that looks like you. It may not be someone that has the same experience from, as you. Um, just being open to those learning opportunities and bringing that to a new setting with whatever professional environment that is. No, I, I think you're right. I'm going to tell you right now, we're making a mistake. If you think whatever you learn when you graduate college is going to keep you for your career. When mm -hmm. I graduated college, my space didn't even exist. Okay. <laughs> so, if, and I'm, a, I'm in marketing. I run a marketing department for a company. So if I'm sitting here and I'm talking about social media and I'm sitting up, resting on my laurels from back when I graduated college and I'm saying no one needs social media, then I am doing the company a disservice and I am mm -hmm. hurting my, my growth. Uh, and the fact that you should always be learning. I literally, like this year, and you know, I have charged myself, and, and I mind you y'all, uh, we're not that deep into 2020. But I'm an avid reader, you know, and I have been listening to at least two books a week this year, oh, just good. trying to, um, just there's so much there's so many new things in marketing for one i'm i'm like a marketing junkie i really love it because i love connecting with people and, and learning how to speak their language right right in an authentic way and so there's been so many different new discoveries and so many different things with i mean at first you know with google analytics and all these different things it was really intimidating for me right mm -hmm. and because these are all new things and you really do need to know a little bit about everything right seo and right. you know all these different things and, and rather than just sit down and stick my head in the sand I'm like girl you better you get up get out that. and get something like yeah, you, better, yeah. you better figure that out <laughs> <laughs> go read a book yeah take a webinar sign up for a newsletter do something <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put the you know down for a night it's all right like, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and so I love that you have entered into a space like you said that didn't even exist four years ago when you yeah. when you started this journey and it's because you were seeking more Right? right. Yeah. So, and that's really where I'm at now with this more Keon kind of more journey that I'm on right now is just leaning into the more and what does that look like and figuring out um, how do I get the more out of my everyday life and what I'm going through. So, so what does it look like right now? <laughs> right now, uh, it really does look like taking more personal time, taking more trips. Um, that's one of my favorite things is traveling right now um, and really just being more intentional about my time. So I'm very passionate about my faith and my background and how God's really brought me from where I was to where I am and where I'm going to go. Um, so really leaning into that more in a spiritual, um, physical as well. I'm a super <laughs> not healthy person, but I do love running and working out and spin cycling has been one of my great releases in the, the past year. So leaning into that and all these other things that really make oh, the whole person. Yeah. Yes. It's so where are fun. You, where are you going? Uh, so I love, I'm an instructor, like addict. Girl, so, what? She is, not, she's yeah. got all the extras. <laughs> but, um, and, um, but Jade, so neon strong is one of my favorite ones up in Frisco. And then uh, I used to go to Sanderson fit performance, but they're switching over to a Versa climber uh, studio. So 
we'll see what happens there, but I'm just a studio addict. So I use ClassPass a lot. Shameless plug. <laughs> no, that was my next question. I'm like, yeah. okay, so, okay. So let's talk about it. We're going to go left. Okay. Cause you know, we're having brunch. I have been on the fence because I, this was the thing last year. I really wanted to go into orange theory. Like okay. I just want to work yeah. out in the dark because I'm a, I'm a vampire. <laughs> I am. Uh, and I just, it's one right around the corner from my house. Convenient. And I'm like, okay, when I went and did my research, because I am a thrifty lady, I said, okay, Amir, are you really going to go in there enough to pay that every month? Maybe you yeah. need to do this class pass thing, because at least you get a little taste of well, everything you, know you want. I will drop you a code after this, because I will referral bonus my behind. <laughs> I'm not gonna shame, I'm not going to be ashamed about it. But no, I've been doing class pass for maybe over a year, um, and it's just convenient for me because I live in North Dallas, I work in Dallas, I travel all the time um, for work and for professional things. So it's super convenient for me to have access to the same quality of um, gym resources and studio resources wherever I am or whatever time it is and whatever location. I love the flexibility of it. So I, I'm a diehard class pass person. Um, I, also, I do have a 24 hour fitness membership too, though, because practical and some of those days after work, I just need a quick three mile run. And I know that sounds crazy, but it just, it helps me clear my mind. Hey, you fabulous powerhouses. Having you support the podcast by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing is awesome. And it's made each episode reach more and more people every week. But did you know that as a listener supported show, we rely on you to keep these wheels turning. And for as little as $1 a month, you help me keep giving you great content and even better guests. And yes, ma'am, you heard that right. For only $12 a year, you support the dream. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash brunch and slay. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash brunch and slay. And now back to Brunch and Slay. But no, I, I love the idea because I travel a lot for work too. Mm -hmm. And um, I really do like the idea of having something new in every yeah. every place that kind of makes me excited. Then I could kind of research what's in that city, what's near my hotel, mm -hmm. uh, where I could go and have some fun. So yeah, I'm all about that. Make sure, don't forget, I'm going to hold you accountable. You know, we, don't, we want that. We, we want to get you all the referrals, girl. We build, we win, okay? Because <laughs> this summer is coming, okay? And this made, body better be right. Made I'm just telling in winter. You right That's what I'm telling you. Summer bodies are made in the winter. Don't sleep, don't sleep. Don't sleep. So, okay, so you get this idea and you said, okay, I want to help other people under 40 navigate and you want to help them go you know and navigate and get into the corporate America and you want them to thrive right mm -hmm. and you you really figure this out so where do you start yeah so um I'll, I'll lean on that baddie thing you shouted out because I, I do believe in this baddie acronym that I created a while ago but it's um believe it action item it delegate it do it yourself um invest and then execute again. So that's kind of like the first step for that believe part is what do you believe um, you can accomplish? So like whether it's a promotion or whether in my case, I, I major in journalism, I started off as a secretary and I was like, I believe I'm better. And I'm not, you know, shout out to our secretaries. They get things done. But like, I was just, I believed that I had more to offer than that role that I was currently in. So I believed it. Actually, I'm at, what does that look like? So 
picking that job that I thought was good for me or that was good for me at that time. What do I need to get that job? Do I need to take a class? Do I need to do anything like that? Um, delegate. So if I need to take a class, what responsibilities am I going to have to slack on at home that I need help with? So um, if I'm studying at night, I probably don't have time to cook a full full-blown meal. So I need to delegate that to someone. I need to order freshly. I need to do Blue Apron. I need to do Walmart pickup. Like I need to delegate to make sure I have that time um, to take that class, which is part of my action plan because I believe I'm better. I'm the position I want uh, requires this, right? So that's just the first few steps to take to get where you want to go um, and then do it yourself. So do the work. That's the thing I think people it, there's no quick fixes. Like overnight successes take 10 years. That is Say a fact. Say that again. There are what? There's no overnight successes. <laughs> right. Like it is real work. You got to do it. You got to, got to do it. Um, and then you got to invest. I mean, a lot of people, it's not just time. Sometimes it's money. Um, and, and if it takes you saving a few months, you know, skip the brunches, even though I know everybody loves their brunch. <laughs> <laughs> You know, do what you got to do to make sure you can invest in your craft, invest in yourself, invest in your skills, um, and then execute again. And that's the main thing when it comes to getting a promotion, getting to that next level. Um, you have to keep executing. You can't just stop on it. I mean, the CEO didn't become a CEO overnight. Our, our CEO at my company started off as a, a regular old uh, accountant in our organization. So he was out there counting beans like every single day yeah. doing the work. And then it's that execute again, you know, one promotion here. Okay. What are you going to do at this level? Next promotion. What are you going to do? So that execute again is so crucial to the steps it takes to really grow. No, I love the acronym. And I, you know, I wish when I was coming out of undergrad I wish that we spoke more and had these kind of conversations about yeah. don't stop learning without, because I didn't want to go to grad school. I did not want to do that. I was done. I was exhausted. I didn't want to pay all those loans, you know? And I don't know that, of course, Google existed. Don't get me wrong, I'm not that old, <laughs> but I don't know that we use the internet quite as much as we like right now. iPhone hadn't been existed. Right. So yeah. I, like literally when I graduated college, I guess maybe within 13 months, all these things were invented, right? So the yeah. iPhone came out, uh, MySpace was out then. Of course, Facebook was quickly behind that. I, I remember having my first job out of college and Facebook, you could only be a college student to be in on Facebook when it first mm -hmm. started, right? And so- right. But my um, other thing is like, I don't think we even start with that step one about believing stuff, right? Like we spend four years believing I'm, I'm going to graduate. Like that's all we, we focus on. Like that's the only goal. There's not right. really this goal of like, then it's like, I got to get a job. And it's like- I got to get a job. It doesn't matter what job. I just need a job. Like we get so stuck in that hustle and like quick wins that we don't necessarily believe bigger than where we are at that moment. Right. Oh yeah. So. And I do believe as people of, of color, multicultural folks, a lot of us are first generation graduates. Mm -hmm. And so you're dealing with parents who are saying, Hey, you got a college degree. I didn't have one. Why don't you have a job? And why mm -hmm. don't you have this? And there's a lot of pressure. There's not this, this glamour of, Oh, I get to take another three years or two years to go to grad school and just live off rest on my laurels. That's not mm -hmm. an option. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you have these, of course you have this dream. You have this major kind of like what you talked about in the beginning, you had an idea of what you should expect when you graduated with a four-year degree from SMU. Right. 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 <laughs> let's just be real. Come on. Southern Millionaires you. University. Yeah. Right. Let's just be real. <laughs> and then you get out in the world. It's like, Oh, that's not for you. Yeah. 
right? You, and you're not connected. You start like, listening to those stories from yeah. other people about you don't deserve that. And it's like, whoa, like you have to constantly fight against those stories and narrative and that self-talk and all these other things that again we don't talk about when you're in the grind trying to you know burn the midnight oil and write a 10-page paper overnight and all these other things like it's so much about your 40 hours a week that's just not taught in a classroom and it's honestly not talked enough um, about our, in our peer group, especially in this world where entrepreneurship is so glamorized and everyone wants to be an influencer and all these other things. Um, there's not necessarily a safe space for people who are like, I really want to make a difference in a professional setting. So that way the next generation has it much easier than I did. And that's oh, really yeah. where I'm at and what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. And being an influencer too, you know, social media makes people think being an influencer just means that you have an Instagram following. No, Ooh, being an no. influencer is someone involved in the community. These are, these are folks who have power and have followings, but I don't, I don't think that anything is easy. I, you, you, we touched on that a minute ago. Influence, being a full-time influencer, even for Instagram or whatever platform is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. uh, engaging your audience. And, and that's something you kind of tapped into with 40 magazine mm -hmm. is to create this content. And you found this space for people under 40, right. Who are on a mission to go from the campus to the corner office. And I love that tagline, by the way, Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and you give them these resources and you create these issues. So let's talk about when you did plan it and ready to grow. Yeah. So yeah, take yeah. me back to that. Uh, that that's our most recent issue and issue 12 it's near and dear to my heart um just because there's this idea um that your roots have so much to do with um how you grow and where you grow right and as much as we sometimes try to run from um where we came from or our background we don't necessarily want everyone to know all this stuff about our past like that stuff really does blossom and bloom and give you the branches you need to reach other people and share your story in such a meaningful way. So I loved uh, Neandre Brassad was the um, cover for that issue. He was a military brat. Um, so his story about um, not necessarily having roots in a single city, but his roots was his family. Uh, just really made for this beautiful story about how he's leveraged networking and making connections to build the career he has today. Um, because he picked up and moved around a lot, he has such a knack for connecting with people no matter where he is, and he's got to use that in his professional job. So I, I really love telling that story, and it's been part of my story as well as I get more in touch with where I'm going and what's happening with me is just understanding that roots and being planted is so crucial before you can grow. And sometimes we kind of rush to that growth part that we don't necessarily look at. What's my roots? What's my base? What's at my core? What's my foundation? And then leveraging that to really help you go to the next level. But isn't it so cool how the things that we tend to perceive as our hardships are the things that truly lead us Make to us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Lean into it. But you know, I think that's the beautiful part of the journey. In the beginning, they're just overwhelming. And then the right. more of them you, you run into, you kind of realize, okay, I kind of learned from that last one. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, I say, bring it on, give me more hardship. No, I don't, I don't no. care to ever have another. I'm going to tell you that. But <laughs> in those moments, I still know that there was something purpose. great is going to come out of it. Like right. I'm going to choose the greatness and I'm going to choose to, to make this something that it shouldn't have been right. That mm -hmm. It will not knock me down. Right. It's going to turn into fruit or it's going to turn into a flower. It's going to blossom in a way that you probably couldn't have even possibly imagined. 
And now, so since your last issue, you've decided to kind of take a little bit of a hiatus. I have, yeah. It's taking a little personal time. Like I said, I do everything I do for 40 Magazine for my nine to five um, and really leaning into my nine to five environment. Um, it, it's really just such a joy to do everything I did outside the office um, previously for my job. <laughs> so it's it's really been great to just dive deep into my professional work um, and also just give myself some space to figure out what's going on personally and uh, really focus on other things. Yeah. So can we kind of talk about what, what led you to that and, and why you're okay with that? Because I know that's kind of scary, right? You spend all this time working on this baby and, yeah. and you wonder is, can I, can I give yeah. it, can I give it a break? Will people still be there? What's that? What is that doubt? What's, what's there? Are there, is there a doubt? Yeah, you know, I saw, um, I don't remember if it was, I think it was Diesel, um, but for Gay Pride Month, they posted something on their Instagram. And the next day, they had another post about they lost, I think, I want to say maybe 8% of their followers or something very significant. And their post the next day just said, thank you. And that just resonated with me so much about like, if you can't be your authentic self or if you can't step away from what people expect from you and do the right thing and do what's true to you and your roots going back to that issue, um, then you probably don't need to be doing what you're doing, right? Like if you can't, or, or and not doing what you're doing, you probably don't need those people who are trying to participate in your community or trying to be a part of your platform or anything like that. So I, that was so encouraging to me to see like Diesel set that example about like, this is who I am. This is what I want to post. This is what I want to do. And for me, I really got into this cycle of hiding behind 40 magazine, like hiding behind the brand, this professional persona, um, which I am professional, but you know, I'm still a human being <laughs> at the end of the and day. And you're evolving, right? Right. You're exactly. evolving. So I wanted to give myself that space to be like, yeah, I'm a professional, but I'm also a person. Um, so that's really been the pivot for me. And there has been some shifting in terms of audience and who's drawn to me. But again, going back to that whole, like, if you're, you're there for it, you're there for it. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. Like, it's okay. And being at peace with that. So that's kind no, of I, I love that. I mean, I, I think if, if anybody's listened to the show and they've been listening probably for the last 12, 13 months, you've heard me talk about this evolution, right? Mm -hmm. When I started Brunch and Slay, I was a new mom and had a lot of time on my hands and I wanted to reconnect and kind of, I guess now looking back, prove to myself that I was still me, right? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to connect with those folks. And thankfully, uh, once we started the podcast and, and not even, not even the, the podcast, when I started getting out there in the community and meeting all these amazing women like yourself and started to tap into all that greatness, it just helped, I guess, unearthing different calls within me, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, unearthing different passions and I started to pursue so many different things and I think I kind of walked the fence or told the line of how much of that can I share how much of this mm -hmm. can I incorporate into where we are will people still like it or do they just want a brunch like what does that mean but yeah. that's the beautiful thing about a brand it should evolve right because right. we are human your brand should constantly change because we are our human your brand should be an extension of your humanism yeah yeah. I think Nike's a prime example of that too. Like taking oh, yeah. that stand about like the evolution of Nike. I'm sure it was, they thought it was a risk to stand with cat, but then, Hey, if you're not rocking with it, go buy Adidas. It's fine. Like it, it, it's just really about leaning into that evolution. Like you said, and just being true to who you are and what, what you're about. 
Wow. So what are three things you wish people knew um, about the struggle, right? (laughs) (laughs) What what are three things you wish that people knew like right now about this, this journey and and what it's like? Um, It's exhausting. (laughs) Amen. Um, uh, And it's not now. I think that's what I experienced a significant amount of burnout before. Um, And so that's really what led to this time off as well. Um, It's hard to maintain the duality of it, like being on at work, being on when you're off work for your nine, for your five to nine hustle. It's a lot. Um, and so that's really step one is like the non glamorous part of it. Um, and the other thing is that it requires work and by work, I mean, go get a therapist. (laughs) Um, it requires transparency with the people around you. So I have a twin sister, um, I have my mom that's very close to me. I have a brother. I've got this adorable growing, I'm obsessed with nephew. Um, and really just saying to them like, hey, like I really want to be present for you, but I can't show up in the way that you need me to right now. Here's the way that I can show up and just being vocal and transparent and vulnerable in a way that um, you may not be comfortable with or in a way that you're maybe not necessarily prepared to do so early or, um, and not early. I mean, I'm, I'm relatively young. I just started, had a birthday, so I'm, I'm happy about it. (laughs) Happy birthday, girl. Thank you. you. (laughs) Um, But just realizing like, you know, timeline doesn't matter. Um, it's really about what's happening in your moment right now. You know, I love hearing you say this because I'm listening to you. I'm going to put my big sister head on now. I love hearing this evolution yeah. because I think that I think it's very brave to go out on a venture at a young age and to put so much into it and then to pivot from it and pivot quickly. Right. Yeah. And, and be okay with that, whatever that may be, you know, mm-hmm. um, it might be a TV show when you come back for all we know, you know, it, it, it could be, <laughs> it could. You never right? know. Yeah, it could be right. so many different things, but I love hearing the angst and the excitement and, and, and the, and the navigating the path, because I know sometimes we just, you see so many people and I, and I don't, I don't like the way that media constantly uses the word millennial as if it's a bad word, or if mm-hmm. this is some lost generation, because I don't believe so. I just believe that we get to see more because technology allows us to be a lot more transparent. Right. Uh, social media gives everybody their own reality show, right? <laughs> very true. Very and true. you get You're... to curate your content. And a lot of times it's just easier to show what looks good. But, you know, I don't know that I'll ever be the person who posts me crying in my closet because I, I don't, I, that's not who I am. Right. right. That's not, I, I barely right. let my husband see me cry, let alone right. uh, the world. Uh, I don't need ratings. Like that's not, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. not, that's not it. But I, but I get that. Mm-hmm. And and I think that it's probably even more challenging coming of age and growing into your womanness uh, in, in whatever level, because every level, you know, when I turn 50, 60, 70, I'll be going into more womanness. And, mm-hmm. but, but doing that in a way that is public or in a way that makes you live up to some persona is taxing, it's exhausting, and that's not healthy. Right. And especially, you know? like you said, so young, like, I mean, I started right after I graduated college and I'm a little farther from college than I like to admit, but like it, it was like right after college and to say like, I'm not the same person I was when I was 22, 23, 24, 25, blah, right? blah, 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 God, blah. I hope not, right? Like <laughs> right, who exactly. wants to, thank God I'm not who I was when I was 23 because she was a hot freaking mess, girl. <laughs> yeah. She so was a mess. <laughs> we needed to grow. We needed the time to evolve. 
And I can tell you right now, nobody was listening to my 23-year-old advice, but my 23-year-old friend. Friends, right? right. Yes. <laughs> and okay. they probably Blind shouldn't have been. Yes. <laughs> they probably shouldn't have been. So listen, finish this sentence for me. I will. I will love. That is my word of the year. So oh. I will love myself more. I will love others more. I will love my family more. I will love. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about love this year. Okay, not now, not ever, will. Ooh, is that the sentence? Jeez. Mm-hmm. Okay, not now, not ever? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Stop listening to God. That's, I will never, yeah. I'm not. That, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Now, as the first time. <laughs> you know what, that, that, that's a lesson all of us are still that's learning. That's the word. That's you know, the I kind of I think when you start... <laughs> This is going to be real morbid. But when you, the closer you get to tapping into that, means you're on your way out. (laughs) When you got that, like when you get, well, when you get to like that first time when it comes real good, it's kind of like, it's almost scary that we sabotage ourselves. Like, uh uh, I'm getting too good at at, at hearing that left go left and right go right. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's kind of scary, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So now, what vibes and prayers can we send? your way as you're navigating this year you know as you're as you're embarking on this new journey the tears oh my god no no (laughs) um you know I I just pray honestly I pray for other people more like that's been my biggest lesson um especially people that are trying to go against you or trying to speak ill of you um I pray everybody gets what they want and that's really um that's yeah where my heart is and what I encourage everyone to pray for is pray for other people to get what they want because you don't know you know somebody might want to bless you and if you're not if you're getting in the way of that then that's on you so I always pray like whatever they want let it come to pass let it come to fruition let me not be an obstacle let me be a vessel so that's my prayer and I, I encourage people to do the same that's beautiful so now this Saturday you can brunch with anyone in the world that are alive. Who are you brunching with? Michelle Obama, Auntie Michelle, Auntie <laughs> Tracy, all my aunties, uh, Serena, Meghan Markle. Oh, I'm with her right now. My heart goes out to her. I'm in her hairy lifestyle. So um, yeah, bless her heart. You know, yeah. I, I, I've seen like, honestly, I haven't dove deep into it because it's all sensationalized to a certain extent. And, um, but I do understand um, I completely yeah. understand. I get Especially it. Especially the new mom thing. I don't think people really, really understand that. Mm-hmm. Forget any the royals, anything. Raising a child and that kind of pressure and what people expect of you, like it's enough. Even with help, there's no way people and have. The British tabloids are ruthless. Like it is, ugh, it is terrible. Yeah, bless her heart. Yeah, yeah. poor Megan. But they, they're going to rise, trust me. Right, and especially after brunch. We can get some mimosas. She'll feel good again. <laughs> Oh gosh. Now where can people follow you? How can they support you? <laughs> yeah. So I am online on all platforms, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, Facebook at four zero magazine. And then you can also connect with me personally at more on, on Instagram. Wait a minute. I thought you might want to know about what's happening next week. So, okay. So I started the blog in 2014 and I did it like religiously for three years before I added the digital magazine component. But after two years, 
I was kind of, I, I was kind of like, what now? Like nothing was really happening with the blog, which was fine. My, in, my purpose in doing it, honestly, was to give myself something to do besides Ninja Turtles. You know, that was my, <laughs> I needed something to do to think about. Um, I wanted to become a better writer. So having a blog gave me weekly writing goals and, and, with every word you write, you become a better writer. And I also wanted it to get me to the next step in my career, whatever that was. I didn't even know. I just wanted it to be a bridge. So at the end of two years, I was like, what's what? Okay. So what now, what is the next step? And for, for me, and I know everyone is, is, you know, different about their beliefs, but I'm, I'm a big prayer. And I, I just prayed. I prayed steadfastly for 13 months. I continued to blog uh, and just waited. I waited for an answer and I, I, I got an answer. I, I felt the words come to me, digital magazine. And that was it. That was the bomb dropped on my lap. <laughs> I have a degree in fashion promotion, a minor in Italian. Like I'm not a journalist by education. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> anything about a digital, a digital realm, but, um, I just did it. I, I moved forward because I felt my God tell me that. All right. Y'all know y'all want some more Keon, right? <laughs> we want to watch this year. I, I want you to document <laughs> yeah. that. Like, that's what oh, I want to see. Are. I think, I think Good I writer. see some things. I think you I do. see some things. You I just want to, I won't tell you what they are, but I, I see something <laughs> on the horizon. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So man, I thank you so much for sharing and being so vulnerable and, and, and talking about your journey and, and creating something so great for people to, and a resource for folks to really navigate corporate America yes. and, and, and the trials and tribulations that come and, and sharing what it's like when you invest in yourself and then you aren't meet it, met immediately with, with the dream, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you got to work a little harder for it. So thank mm -hmm. you for sharing that. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited about it. Oh, you're so welcome. Now, guys, if you enjoyed today's show as much as I have and you want more Kian, of course, follow her on social media. And I'm sorry, I'm getting a little raspy. I told y'all I was, I, was, I was killing this cold. Uh, I feel much better than I sound. But I want you to remember, you know, as, as we are out here and we're navigating and you're not alone and you can keep pushing and there's always a resource out there. And no matter what, if she can, I can, we all can. This is Brenton's